Hey, don't forget, Tuesday, the Men's ACC SEC Challenge, Big Five matchups on ESPN, ESPN2, and the U, highlighted by Miami, Kentucky. That's at 7. You got Clemson, Alabama in the nightcap, and you can catch it all on the ESPN app. Hey, welcome back to Get Up, brought to you live here at the Seaport, and of course by Grey Goose as well. Dan O is here, Rex Ryan's here, RC is What's here, up? my fraternity brother. I'm Brian Custer in for Greeny. Hey, we got to get to the game of the night, game of the year. It was the Eagles, it was Buffalo Bills. That means Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. First meeting between these two QBs. We pick it up less than two minutes left in the game. Bills trail 28-24, and look at Gabe Davis. Mm, little ball fake on third down there. Get the defense to suck up, and then you replace him with the throw. But beautiful job by Jalen. Back out, get that conversion, and now you've got a chance for your kicker from 59. Jake Elliott, 25 seconds left. 59 yards out. Rain. No chance. pure. He is pure. Yo, he hit that like a, just like a, it's like a sting. Like a chip shot. Hell, you know what? We're going into overtime. By the way, Josh Allen, 0-5 in his career in OT, but they get the ball first, third and six from the Eagles 22, and he's looking for Davis deep. Ah. And this game is over. They catch that. The miscommunication. Over. Josh sees one thing. Gabe Davis sees another thing. You got to credit Philadelphia, though, for coming after that yep. offense. Forcing decision before they were ready. Yep. All right, they get the field goal. So they're up now. And the Eagles ball, and again, he finds Devontae Smith, who's just been money. He was so clutch throughout this entire That's game. That's trust. I mean, yeah. he touched yeah. that ball so early, man. Slim Reaper. <laughs> and you know what? If he works, I'm going to go to him once again. He had seven catches, 106 yards. Yeah, really nice job not trying to do too much. Sit in the soft spot of the zone, get the conversion. Beautiful cut by DeAndre mm. Swift here. That yeah. ball is supposed to go off to the right. He sees pressure off to his left, comes all the way back to the sideline. They're down by three here in overtime, but you know what? They're in the red zone, so Jalen's like, I just might as well keep it myself mm-hmm. and to win this thing. I'm shocked Buffalo's defensive call there. Yeah. Eagles win a thriller, 37 34. Here's Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts after the game. I just truly go out there and try and play to the standard and, and be the best that I can be for my team. And there are times today that I feel like I didn't do that, but when it mattered most, I feel like we did a good job of, of doing what we need to do. They're defending NFC champs for a reason. Um, they made they made plays tonight and made enough to, to win the game. There were so many key plays in this game. And I'm not even talking about no yes. but I'm talking about in regulation. Take me through a few of them that you saw that turned this. Yeah, let's start with the Bradbury INT because it's out of an empty set. Stephon Diggs in the slot. If he was in the slot yesterday, only one time did he not run a little bit of an out. This is mm-hmm. a little bit earlier in the game. Now, Bradbury's covering in the slot. There's Steph. There's that out completion. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go to the interception up at the top. There's Steph in the slot. Here comes the out route. Bradbury. Basically does an educated guess here. Like, hey, Steph's in the slot. When he's in the slot, more than likely he's going to run that quick little out, and he jumps it and takes a a huge play for that interception. So you got to give credit to Bradbury and Sean Desai sitting there going, hey, when they get into that empty formation, Buffalo, and Steph is into the boundary in that slot. You saw it late, too. Right, more often than not. What do you mean saw it late? You saw saw, saw it on the, the, the Gabe Davis miss. Right on the on the Gabe Davis. Oh, he jumps miss, that on, yes. the, on the Gabe Davis miss. That's why they go combo coverage. Right, right. And the reason they go combo coverage is because they're expecting that out, mm. and they don't want the inside guy chasing like he had been chasing throughout the day when they were in man to man. And so it really was a, a great play call, but a recognition by Josh is just missing. Right, it's not being on the same page. 
And that's what football is, though, yeah. bro. Football is about making adjustments as the game goes along. It's about being able to record information and now regurgitate it in a way that leads to action. And when it came down to executing at the end of this game, I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles were just a little bit better than the Buffalo Bills, Coach. Yeah, I mean, it, it was – first off, it was an amazing game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing game. But that thing right there, that, that palms coverage that they played right there, they're keying on number two. Right. Walling them off from yeah. the inside. You know he has to bust outside. But it's just an amazing play by that kid. It was there, an opportunity by the coaching staff to play that coverage. Yes. To put in. It's kind of a built-in trap. And it was just an amazing play. But I'm going to tell you something. This game, like, it, how good was this game? It was amazing. All right? But Josh Allen, in a losing effort, I hope people realize how good this performance was. All right, because look, Philadelphia's defense has been a problem, especially the last month of the season. Against the Dolphins, they gave up 244 yards and 17 points. They held Kansas City to his lowest passer rating, Patrick Mahomes, in, in the history of his career, right? All Josh Allen did was throw for 360 yards, ran for 80 yards. Like, do we know how great that performance was? And if without that miscommunication, we are sitting back saying, uh-oh, <laughs> he's, he's the man. Yeah. And Dan, you said about it earlier. He was the best, best player in the National Football League. He did make the one mistake. Can we stop looking at just the, the, one, time, the one mistake he makes and no, look at how no, great a player no, he is? No, we I can't. Think we I'm can. sorry. Hey, hey, I didn't Rex, I didn't rate games. He's turned the I'm football. I know I he has. Be this. Like, I have worked very hard for an hour and five minutes to only be positive Patty. Yeah. Right? That is what I've worked <laughs> to. But because Rex said that, we have to remember this is the way we quantify quarterback play. This That's is the right. way we look at quarterback greatness. It is the one mistake sometimes. Just like sometimes it's the one great play that allows your team to win. Josh Allen is not the reason the Buffalo Bills lost yesterday. Yes. No. But Josh Allen could have been the reason they that win. they won. Yes. No doubt. And if you look at a guy who is as great as Josh Allen to not have one overtime win, and you could put it on the rest of his team, but it's the reason, I said it earlier, it's the reason we think Tom Brady is who he is. It's the reason that Aaron Rodgers, who we believe is more talented than Tom Brady, we don't consider him the greatest of all time. It's the reason that Patrick Mahomes, because he steps up in these huge moments and he has these memorable plays, it's the reason we see him on a trajectory that Tom Brady was on, even greater because of his talent. Right. Yesterday, Jalen Hurts, you and I had the conversation Friday about who would we take. And I said, I'm going to take Jalen Hurts, even though I gave you all of the things you said about Josh Allen talent-wise. Because I said, I count on Jalen Hurts' consistency in the big moments against the best team. For you, Dan, how does Josh Allen take all of this talent, which I believe he has, Mm -hmm. I think he's top two along with Patrick Mahomes, and start making it greatness with wins and success? So since we're talking about Jalen, take me through then some plays, Dan, when it comes to Jalen Hurts, especially in that fourth quarter that we saw that turned this game. I mean, three TDs through the air, two on the ground. It's the fifth straight time that these guys have won by trailing by double. I want to get back to that I wanted you to answer that question. So I just kind of – we just talked about the Bradbury pick and how it's it's really good situational paying attention to football. And if you go to the Devontae Smith touchdown – Brian Johnson, again, situationally is really good. So th- th- this is – all right, so this is the end of the game. This is kind of answering R.C.'s point. 
Ball's on the left hash, that's first down. Ball's on the left hash, this is second down. So completion into the boundary, completion in the boundary. Next play, ball on the left hash, completion into the boundary. That's three straight completions into the boundary. Next play, completion into the boundary, ball on the left hash. Next play, completion into the boundary. So the, the reason why I think this video matters, to, to go, Philadelphia got the ball back with like a buck 50 left on the left hash. Mm-hmm. Offensively, we have a goal. Hey, like we want to get completions and we want to get out of bounds. When you're on the hash, the starting point is, can we get a completion into the boundary? Okay. It's the easiest throw. It's the shortest throw. We're closest to the out of bounds. Yep. So to answer your question, because you like the, the focus point is how does Josh Allen get the job done? Yeah. That drive, for me, when I watch Buffalo defensively give up five straight, five straight completions to start that drive into the boundary, I sit there and say, that's not Josh Allen. Defensively, they never once made Jalen Hurts throw the ball to the field. They never once made him make the most difficult throw situationally. They gave them five straight completions into the boundary. You made that way too easy on that offense. And that's my thing with the Josh Allen because this is the same, and I love them. It's the same team, the 13 seconds, Kansas City. Yeah. In that game. Yeah. So I I sit there and I say, is it Josh Allen not getting it done? Or did two times in massive games he give his team the lead and for some reason, the defense doesn't find a way to get off the field situational. Yeah, and, and, and I, think, I think that that's all valid. You go ahead. No, I was going to say this. Like, that coaching staff helped a heck of a lot for, for the hired killer, as I've called. Like, defensively, right? in that situation, that, what are your guys' thoughts when you were saying? No, but here's what happened. The adjustments that Philly made, they were getting their butts kicked. We can mm-hmm. say what we want. They were getting their butts kicked in that first half. They were. I mean, they had 70 yards of offense or whatever. Right. Okay? But the adjustments they made, they knew exactly what coverage they were going to be in. Why did the ball go? continue to go to the same place? They, had, they kept running the same coverage. And so, to me, that's coaching as well. I always say this, that Jalen Hurts is a hired killer. Yeah. His demeanor, everything about him, he's a hired killer. So is Nick Sirianni, the coach. And I'm telling you, at the biggest moments, they're at their best. And why? They dialed you in. They've got you. They know what you're in. And unless you make the adjustments, the appropriate adjustments, they're going to carve you up. And they do it over and over and over. And so here's why football's people, not plays. It's understanding that we're going to try to stop A.J. Brown. So what do we do? We put A.J. Brown to the field. We allow Devontae Smith to be into the boundary at number two. If he's at number two, I'm expecting to get either the third or fourth corner, or I'm expecting to get a linebacker. Because you're going to shade coverage to number 11. So now I'm able to get the ball to Devontae Smith. Okay, you're going to double cover A.J. Brown. I have a Heisman Trophy winner. I have a guy that I can trust. And I love when you always talk about the layered throw. Yeah. The layered throw to Devontae Smith that he lets go so early yeah. that's right behind the underneath coverage and in front of the deep coverage. Yes. Right? right? He's able to make that like throw impossible. because, because what he throws it. Like, here comes right, because, they, because they've done it so many times. Yeah. And I think that was what we saw from this team. It was sort of the, the closeness. It was sort of the, the understanding, the chemistry that they've built offensively as opposed to what you're doing defensively for 
for Buffalo trying to replace so many people. Yeah. You think that's not an easier yeah. drive with Tredavious White? You think it's not an easier drive with Matt Milano, with a healthy a Jordan Poyer yeah. or Micah Hyde? Right? You, you haven't done this as many times as the Philadelphia Eagles had, and it showed in that moment. You know, you, you were talking about Nick Sirianni, and so much we see the personality but it's interesting that you talk about the coaching because if you look at what the Eagles have done against, as you talk about the Chiefs, they're getting their butts kicked for a half and all right. of a sudden the second half, totally different team. Situational football-wise, they're as good as anybody. In Here's the, the thing, though. Like, how, much, how much, though, does they're getting their butt kicks? How many times do we have to say that before we start to work? Yeah, because blocked field right. goal, you missed I mean? field goal, no, and that, then a 60-yard made drop. No, but that's and also, too, though, I think a, a drop by MVS. Right. Like, how many times, Rex, do we get to say they're getting their butt kicks before we start to say, okay, there's a little worry. What is, about he, what is he saying about his squad? What is Nick Sirianni feeling about his squad at this point? No, I mean, he feels great because they're, they're, they find ways to win, and they have that championship medal. That's what they do. They prove it time and time again. They've been ten and one, by the way, two years in a row. Yeah. Like, That's hard. like, oh yeah. my God! And that tells you you got a hell of a, a hell of a football coach and a heck of a quarterback. All right, yeah, you have to. But mm. I look at it this way: they're not getting any knockouts. So when you judge teams, you want to knock teams out. All right, it's like a boxer that all he does is he wins by decision. They keep winning by decision. Mm. And I'm wondering if there's other teams that have closed the gap and they feel like, mm. hey, you know what? We got that knockout. You know what? We're going to answer that question a little bit later in the show. Later. Coming up. That's a tease, guys. And it was a good day <laughs> for Mahomes, Lamar, Mahomes. and Lawrence, Ice Cube as well. But which one of these star QBs Best team in the AFC. We'll answer that question. Plus, Steelers won their game, but boy, they got some problems on offense. And uh, one of those, let's say, person here on our crew fired up about it. It's Get Up here on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. 
So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Back here on Get Up, let's run the hurry up. Uh, RC, Ravens beat the Chargers last night. Your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway is that the Ravens are finding ways to win when Lamar Jackson and his offense are not at their best. We still saw some of the explosive plays from guys like Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr. getting involved early. But this defense was suffocating. They put pressure on Justin Herbert. We saw Jadavian Clowney come up with a big play on a sack fumble. They forced turnovers down the field. And if they can continue to play defense this well, if they get hot offensively, this is the team that could challenge for the AFC Championship. Mm, um, Rex Trevor Lawrence and the Jags beat up on the Texans. What did you see out of Lawrence? Uh-oh. I saw a guy that could be an absolute – I mean, this guy has superstar talent, especially when he Yow. uses his legs. But, man, the deep ball, the, the ball is coming out of this guy's hand. It is like a rocket coming out of there. And, oh, by the way, they also have a guy on defense named Josh Allen's a stud. But you see Trevor Lawrence right here. Time after time, Brian, you mentioned how many plays they had over 40-plus yards yes. yesterday was ridiculous. I mean, this kid is doing it. And there's a reason why he would have been the first guy taken all three years that he played college football. You, you buying these guys as, as like, legit, legit Super Bowl contenders? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's go back to last year. They're driving to go take the lead in the playoffs versus Kansas City, ball out, and, like, the 10-yard line. Okay, so you build off of that. And then this year – Trevor Lawrence has gone to a different level in two things. One, and we've talked about this a bunch on Live, RC, you and I, his legs. You know, when we talk about the, that group of five guys that can go above the X's and O's, it's He's one of them. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and yeah. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar. They use their legs to break your back. So he's done that. Two big plays down the field because he's gotten Calvin Ridley now. So you, you're starting to see him ascend into that. They got an unbelievable coach, and they're deep. 
They really are. Yeah. If we talk about their three losses this year, okay, so San Francisco absolutely dumped truck them. And just that I don't that was an Kansas alarm. City, they stepped out of the back of the end zone three like times. Three times. Right. right. Yeah. So they lose to Kansas City by six, I believe, and they were an inch or two away from multiple touchdowns. And then they lost to Houston. They gave Houston like 13 or 20 yep. points on special teams, bump blunders. This team could beat anybody in football. Right. And they're quietly the best team in football. Do I think they're the best team? No, but quietly, we, we just don't talk about it. And them. the other piece is this, too. I think we have to give – Trevor Lawrence, credit for his competitiveness. Yeah. That was questioned when he came out of Clemson because of some of the answers that he gave before being drafted. Trevor Lawrence has shown the ability to compete. You think back to the New Orleans Saints game, coming off that knee injury, yeah. the way he used his legs that night. This dude is showing he's a real leader on top of the talent he's shown at the quarterback position. One eight straight yeah. on the road, longest win streak in the NFL. They're 5-1 and one against opponents that are above 500. Uh, Dan Mahomes, the Chiefs, they beat the Raiders. Would you see from their offense that was encouraging. Rasheed Rice and how to use him. Just keep him on the move. If you do that, the drops really aren't an issue. So this earlier in the game, there's a little shallow cross. Later in the game, it's going to be the same type of thought process. Get him on the move. He's a big physical guy. And when his athleticism is like the forefront, he doesn't have to stop his feet. The drops aren't there. He's strong enough to run away from guys. And I also like the fact that he's big enough to maybe fill a little bit of a Travis Kelsey role. Kelsey's on the outside. Rasheed Rice is on the inside. Well, now when he's on the inside, one, he's big enough to chip to help those tackles and protection. And two, then Travis becomes a primary pass catcher. So often Travis has been used to help some of the protection issues, and that's minimized his opportunity. So if Rice is able, I'm not going to do that 20 times a game, but two or three times a game to allow Kelsey to be yeah. a kind of primary pass catcher. But I think the big thing is, and I remember saying this about Gronk, when he went to Tampa Bay, because mm-hmm. he had been older, mm-hmm. was just get him on the move, and the, the spies and speed become the forefront. I think that's the same case for Rasheed Rice when it comes to his drops. Mm. All right, let's take a look at big picture here, and I want you to take a look at, at something here. Uh, when we talk about the wins, the Ravens now, they improved to an AFC West, 9-3, and three, entering their bye week. Okay. ESPN Analytics gives the Ravens a 23% chance to earn the one seed in the AFC. That's the second highest, just behind the Chiefs. We're at 42%. Um, the losses by Sunday, when you look at the Bills, the Texans, and the Browns, have made that wild card race, you can see there, uh, really tight. Uh, and it begs the question, is the Ravens, is that, that team the best one, you think, in the AFC? <sighs> See, I, I think the Chiefs. I know you love the defense. I do. Best you're, defense you're they've had like in a long time. Well, the, the best defense they've had for like play. Dressing, you're dressing like a Ravens. I am. And, and I go back. Like, this team gives up four. Like, how good are they on defense? They give up 4.2 yards per play. Oof. That's the best since the 2006 Raven defense. And, and Who was leading back, that defense? I have no idea. Ray Lewis. <laughs> but then, and, but, and if you're going to take the entire NFL – you have to go back to 2009. Wow. Team that is the New York Jets. I don't know who was running that defense. <laughs> it's amazing how that crap happens, but I'm an average ass coach. But anyway, <laughs> this team's amazing. Every but week, I'm still going to Every take week the finds team. a way. Yeah. But, and it's true because I know I'm the damn best. But anyway, <laughs> and I'm the best at evaluating quarterbacks. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to say this. P. Shooter Jones is great. But anyway, <laughs> My point is this. I'm going to take Kansas City until somebody beats them. Yeah. I got to. And I think I I, and th- and that's what happens, right? We, we go off of history. History matters to us, right? You deposit things into our emotional bank account, and you have a little leeway. We've seen the Kansas City Chiefs in the biggest moments come up the best. 
We've seen them win games when they need Patrick Mahomes to make a play. We've watched that defense shut down Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship. And so it's definitely hard to go away from them because of what we know. Mm -hmm. But I said this at the beginning of the season. Baltimore was my AFC pick to represent them in the Super Bowl because I said if everything comes together, if offensively they could be what the sum of their parts are, I thought they could be the best team because I knew they played defense well under defense coordinator Mike McDonald. Mm. I didn't know they'd be this good. Mm -hmm. And so now it's who do we get as a quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens? How does Todd Munkin move Lamar Jackson off of the spot? How do you continue to implement Zay Flowers into this offense to make him an explosive piece? And what does Isaiah likely give you at the tight end position that Mark Andrews gave Lamar Jackson from the sense of comfort? I think that this is – the team I could see playing in the AFC Championship, but it, it is what Lamar Jackson do we get? Is it regular season Lamar Jackson, or is it a playoff Lamar Jackson that understands the gravity of the moment and shows up? I think Kansas City's the best team in the AFC because they're the least flawed team in the AFC. <clears throat> I mean, their they're knock is they drop the ball, or they don't separate as much. They have Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes, and they have a great defense. I will say this. Six weeks ago, I felt... The kryptonite of Kansas City this year was going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm -hmm. I think it's the Baltimore Ravens, the more I think about it. And and this is why. The Kansas City Chiefs' coverage is so good. You know, their their second, their back seven is so good. To try and beat them, you got to run the football in a diverse way. That's Baltimore. If we think about Baltimore, we've talked about their pass game so much. Think about the diversity of their ball carriers now. Gus Edwards, Hill, We've got Keaton Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Lamar Jackson, um, Zay Zay Flowers Flowers. carries the ball. I mean, there's five guys that they can run the ball with. I think that's the kryptonite to go beat KC. Mm, Jacksonville as well, huh? The other kryptonite is, man, you got to get them out of Arrowhead at some point. Right. There you go. All right, coming up, Mike Tomlin's team, they get themselves another win, but it was that same old Steelers offense. How does Pittsburgh they the same. solve that Pittsburgh. problem, RC? We had 400 yards. The proof is in. We had 400 yards. <laughs> 400. Pudding. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back here on Get Up. We do a little segment called Explain Your Tweets, or should we call it Explain Your Exes now? You know? Yeah, I don't want to bring up my exes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. The wife may be watching. Okay, so let's keep them tweets. All right, let's start with the first one. Uh, Mac Jones... Is not it. 
Patriots have to regroup from him. When he skipped to that stage of the draft, we thought, oh, what a perfect patch QB. We were dead wrong. They have ruined one another. This looks sad as hell. Tom equals Patriots way. Throw that poop in the trash. <laughs> Throw that junk in the trash. You know what? This is what we thought. We thought that, you know what, any bad-bodied quarterback that really couldn't move outside the pocket would be great for the New England yeah. Patriots. What a fit. Mac Jones has lost it. Dan, Dan says that Mac is broken. They've broken one another, right? This is one of those relationships where nobody leaves the relationship better off. Everybody leaves worse. Everybody's going to walk into their next relationship with baggage. They're going to have trauma. They're going to need therapy. When you watch Mac Jones, there is no way he he comes out of this a better human or a better player. And now you have to figure out if you're the New England Patriots, do you even keep Bill Belichick to try to start over with someone new? Because we've seen that no matter who it is at quarterback, if it ain't Tom Brady, it's not producing wins. Yeah, he had a couple of picks yesterday. One, Another one in the red zone got benched. Zappy came in. All right, let's get to the next one. Uh, it says, quote, uh, Wilson to Sutton is becoming a problem. People thought it would be when Denver acquired Russ. Absolutely. You remember when Russ walked in the training camp and he parked his own truck yep. and he had his own jersey own on office. and he was walking and he was moving slow like this and that way you could catch every time when he walked. Yeah. Well, we thought that that was going to be Sutton and Russell Wilson. Now Russell Wilson is walking in with a Cortland Sutton jersey on. Now Russell Wilson knows where his bread is buttered and you look for every big play this season, it's going to Cor Cor Cortland Sutton. Think about the Buffalo game. Who makes the big play in the corner? You come back the next week and you see the same thing against the Minnesota Vikings. Everybody needs a guy and Russell Wilson has finally found his in Denver and we have to continue to see this because this team is on its way to the playoffs. Okay, uh, let's get to the Bills and you have here uh, Joe Brady is way better than this than Ken say, Dorsey. Way, way better, better at go. this than Ken Dorsey. When have you ever seen that amount of handles on a gotta have it drive for the Bills? Difference maker opens up that RPO TV. You know what? He changed Louisiana forever. We all of a sudden think that every quarterback should be uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Because Joe Brady came down there and showed us what the forward pass was. And you know what he did when he went to <laughs> Buffalo? He said, we can run the ball, guys. If we give the ball to James Cook, he might get yardage. Oh, if we put Josh Allen under center and we play fake it, he might be one of the best quarterbacks in the world. And then Josh said last week, and I saw it on a little mic'd up joint on the sideline, Josh said, I feel like I'm Mickey Ficky back. That's what you want if you're a quarterback. If I got that much talent, I want to feel like I can be me. I don't want to have to worry about Ken Dorsey slamming his little coffee cup and throwing his little papers around and having a tissy fit because he's not getting his way. I love what Joe Brady has done for this team, and there's nobody that wants to play the Buffalo Bills looking as they have offensively the last two weeks. Okay, so let's stay here with the Bills and let's bring in the guys here. Uh, when we talk about turnovers. You, Josh Allen is turned on. Eight straight games. I'm going to put my hands Eight on Eight straight on. games, hey. bro. I'm telling you, eight straight hey, games. Guys. Eight straight hey, games. Guys. I'm, I'm going to take over for one second. <laughs> Here is why Brian Custer continues to bring up Josh Allen's turnovers. <laughs> because everybody brings up Dak Prescott's turnovers. Yes. And you can tell <laughs> yes. by his outfit, he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> but what about so, Dak? So he's trying to figure out why we don't have the same visceral response yes. to Joshua. Will he be the reason why they don't make the <laughs> Right. Will he Ooh. be the reason? Will Josh Allen? 
And, oh. and then where they be? You watch Josh the same Allen. Game with me Will Josh Allen, no turnovers, be the reason that they're in jeopardy of not making the playoffs? No, they're in jeopardy of not making the playoffs because of the injuries to their defense that have derailed a defense that was going to be a top five unit. Josh Allen wasn't the best player on the football field yesterday. He was the best player in the NFL. Josh Allen was the reason that Jalen Hurts had to go on that game-tying drive and then go on that drive to go win the game in overtime. Josh Allen is a reason that even at 6-6, six and six, and I believe they play the San Francisco 49ers next week, all of us sit here and I go, eh, they're still alive. Every other 6-6 yeah, six and six team, we're like, eh, they're still alive. Because the, the Josh Allen that we have seen over the last two weeks yeah, can keep this team in the playoff picture somehow, given everything that's gone on. And dead honest, I honestly believe this. You don't want this dude to get into the playoffs. I agree with that. No, That dude not. gets into the playoffs, mm. and he plays like we saw yesterday. He changes the whole conversation. Uh, by the way, that dude has been a heck of a lot better than people give him credit for throughout the whole year. He's accounted for more touchdowns than any quarterback He's having an in the National season. Football League. So, yeah, he does have some takeaways. But I'm going to tell you something. This guy right here, that's a bad man, and I believe in him. And, and I, they're going to make the playoffs because of one guy. Right. It's Josh. Yeah, I, I, I'm not – like, I don't, I don't disagree no, with I don't. that. Yeah. Like, I think Josh is amazing. But we also have to get to the point to where we realize how we phrase our sentence, okay. right? He's the reason Jalen Hurts had to go on the game-tying drive. No, Jalen Hurts went on a game-tying drive. Sure. Josh is the reason Jalen Hurts had to go on a touchdown, a go-ahead touchdown winning drive. No, Jalen Hurts went on a touchdown go-ahead drive. Like, they, those are the conversations we had to have. We're, we're saying what Jalen Hurts is doing because Josh Allen put him into the position. No, we need to be saying Josh Allen did this. Josh Allen's play elevated his team, and they won the football game because of Josh Allen. Josh Allen made this play in this moment where you beat Patrick Mahomes in the divisional round, where you beat Jalen Hurts in this big game. I'm not saying it's Josh Allen's fault either. I think Josh Allen, I said it over and over, he's a top-two talent at the position along with Patrick Mahomes. They have to figure out a way as him as a leader, as team as Sean McDermott, how do we get this talent to manifest wins and championships? And that's where they're trying to figure Because it's just mind-boggling. I mean, look, they, the Jets, I mean, it was four turnovers. He was right. fumbling, throwing picks left and no, right. No, and, 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 and I think what happens is, though, too, is like, I am, as everybody else is, you are enamored by what can be greatness. You are enamored about the play where he gets outside the pocket and it's 20 yards to get into the end zone and he's one-on-one with the backer and they can't get him on the ground. All of those things are those things that go above the X's and O's. And then, like you said, you throw the ball to James Bradbury. You have to be better there. But even with those things, Josh Allen isn't the reason this team lost. This is how, like, we see football differently. I would... I think it was one of the best games I've ever seen Josh Allen play. Yeah. On third down, he I, it was historical what yes. he did yesterday. I look at the Bradbury play, and I put that as – that's a takeaway. Yes, I don't agreed. look at that as a turnover. Mm. Like, everyone's going to sit there and say, Dan, you're making an excuse. No, I think that's a great play by Bradbury. Yeah. Would I love for Josh Allen to see that? Absolutely. But I think that's a more of a tip of the hat to, to James Bradbury in the interception. If we go back to that game and we say Josh Allen goes down the field, gives his team the lead with a buck 50 left, your defense has got to find a way to not give that game-winning field goal a chance. Now, he's not the, he's not the reason they lose. 60-yard get kick gets 60 made. 60 yards. Yeah, he's not they, the reason they lose. But, but this, they, don't, they don't lose that game because of that one interception. I agree with that. If that's, I agree let, with me, that. let me go yeah, in here to the coach because this is the same coach, right? 
fired the offensive coordinator, fired the defense coordinator before this, and said, I'm going to take it over. Right. But yet it was your defense, as you pointed out, that gave it up. Five straight yeah. completions. No, absolutely, 100%. And if you have the lead, RC and I have been on teams Games where it's like, over. game done. I don't care how much time you got left. Yeah. Game's over. All right, this is not that defense. Now, part of the reason, they lost, lost so that. many dang guys. Pro Bowl corner, uh, Milano, Pro all Bowl pro, linebacker, yeah. all that type of stuff. However, you got to get it done yourself as a coach. It's on you. Stop them. They don't have to dang score. And you kept them back. I mean, let's face it. Philly had to launch a 60-yard and tie this game. Sure. But at the same time, close it out. Your quarterback's done everything possible to put you in position to win. By the way, how good was Josh? He had one. He gave up one sack to a fantastic pass rush right. team in 56 dropbacks. This is an ammo. Like, are you kidding me? And so, to me, he did everything possible. Maybe he needs to go on it's, defense and close I, games I, out. I it's a joke. Too, can I say this too? Think about. So it's been Dallas, yes, Kansas City, and Buffalo, and we've come in after Philadelphia Eagles wins and not talked about Philadelphia. That's three straight <laughs> weeks where the conversation has Fair. been about how Buffalo lost it or how Dallas, Dallas didn't lost. execute down Fair. the road, how the Kansas City Chiefs dropped the football. Like, at some point, we're just going to have to be honest with the Philadelphia fans to say, we love to talk about you, but it's consistently boring, right? That you just continue to win. You continue to find ways that if teams make mistakes, you always capitalize. And they don't. And, and they, they, don't they, they just mistakes. find ways. And so as much as... Buffalo, uh, as much as Josh Allen did, yeah. I think it was also a lot about what the Philadelphia Eagles did down the stretch. Yeah. Don't worry, folks in Philly. We got more to talk about with the Eagles coming up because coming up, you got the Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers, all impressed uh, this week. Just how big is the gap between these three teams? The answer is just my surprise you. And now it's time for a little sneaky himbo here, Rex. Come on, Rex. Um, which quarterback? Has the Man, most I got no time to with think about multiple <laughs> passing and rushing yeah. touchdowns in NFL history. We're gonna give you some time. I think we're gonna I give got you it. the break to figure this one out. I right think right. I got it. You think you got it? Give us the answer when we come back. Welcome back to Come on, Rex. It's time for Sneaky Himbo time. All right, Rex, which quarterback has the most games, multiple passing, and rushing TDs in NFL? Now, I'm going to say this. This one is a brutal question because this doesn't happen, and that's how rare it was yesterday when Josh Allen and, and Jalen Hurts did it. Yep. Like, this is crazy. So, I really got no chance because all the fans are going, hey, it's Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, it's, it's, you know, Patrick Mahomes and what. But this could be dang anybody. It could, it could be a dang Tom Brady. It could be whatever. But I have to stay. I, I have to go with a guy that was a dual threat guy. Okay. I'm going to go with Cam Newton. Cam, that's a great choice. That is a really that's good wrong. one. It's third on the list. Who's a third, third on the list. I told Steve you. Steve Young, number one. Steve I knew it. Young. I knew it was the first black quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you said the first black quarterback. <laughs> you, you're really silly. Anyway, Steve Young. Steve Young. And look, I, I thought he was sneaky. I thought it was going to be Josh Allen. Josh Allen was number two. Hey, yeah, and yeah, that's Young, where I'm like, one. first off, you can't own a man that you've only beaten twice in the <laughs> <laughs> 
Three times in two years. That's I knew it, but hey, this has got to be crazy. What's what's the number? Yeah, four <laughs> times. That's four. a rare he's got four. Kid. Josh Allen's got three. Cam Newton has got three as well. All right. I'm, I'm disappointed, Rex. God, right, did I miss that one by right. a landslide? All right, let's talk about that game. Because we got we got to talk about this Bills Eagles game in depth. You know, when we talked about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, we're gonna get into it. I, I want you to talk to us about some of the plays, especially with Jalen Hurts yeah. that he made especially to win that football. Well, if you go back to the Kansas City game, they win the game by a designed empty quarterback draw, a quarterback run. And if you go to the most important moment in this game, it's going to be that overtime run by Jalen Hurts. And Buffalo decides to get overly aggressive. Jalen Hurts gets essentially a walk-in touchdown. But again, Philadelphia in the moment goes, we're going to go to who we are the very best. So, Three-by-one formation, trips at the top, and a single receiver at the bottom. Now, a couple things stand out. Number one, look at the alignment of DeAndre Swift, the back. He is a half a step behind Jalen Hurts. Why is he half a step behind Jalen Hurts? Well, they're going to motion to what I call that four-by-one formation. Now, this is the play. You have essentially a screen up top. You're going to block with this receiver, arc release, block, and you're trying to potentially throw that little swing pass to DeAndre Swift. And then also you're going to pull the backside center kickout block, and then Jalen Hurts could be a runner. You guys have heard RPO. I've kind of talked about the PRO, pass run option. This is what I call an SRO. Number one up top is going to be this screen, and then number two is going to be Jalen Hurts potentially in the quarterback run. Well, why does Jalen Hurts turn it into that quarterback run? Now, when they send DeAndre Swift into motion, Jalen's reading the defense. How does the defense react? So when Swift goes, he's trying to pay attention to those defenders. Swift goes, and what you're going to get is one, two, three guys are all going to flow to that screen action up top. Well, that's an easy read for Jalen. Everybody leaves the box. Now, this is when it becomes the most paramount. Kelsey in the left guard and left tackle, my lot, okay? What happens is Buffalo is going to bring all-out pressure, and this edge guy is going to come. The left guard and left tackle have to do a really good job of assessing, okay, because this edge rusher is coming on the outside, the two inside guys are actually going to stem inside as well. So they have to do a great job of setting and then stepping down and making sure that they get those blocks done. And then here comes Kelsey on the edge, essentially turning this into a trap block off that edge defender. Jalen Hurts realizes those defenders flow over the top. It's an unbelievable block by Jason Kelsey to make that trap block. That's why he's one of the best players in football, and it's a walk-in touchdown for Philadelphia. Now, I think it's wildly interesting that Buffalo decided to all-out pressure because Kansas City did the same exact thing last week versus Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles, walk-in touchdown. This time, they have the screen as option number one. Jalen sees the defense flow, walk-in touchdown. Beautiful job adjustment on that left side of the offensive line. Kelsey on the kickout block. Yeah, really impressive. And I want you to take a look here with the Eagles and their win. Look at the NFC playoff picture. The Eagles are now two games, two games clear of anyone else in the conference for the top spot. And according to ESPN Analytics, the Eagles, 73% chance to earn the number one seed, the highest of any team, 49ers, right behind them, of course, at 20%. All right, so let's kind of first guess this thing. Which team has the edge, you think, going forward? Is it Philly? Is it the Niners? I mean, I think it's very difficult. I don't believe you can have this conversation without including the Dallas Cowboys as well. When you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, they are 
the team I believe in the most okay. in the NFC. But I don't believe they're the team I've seen with the highest of highs. I think when you look at the San Francisco 49ers and what they have been when they are home, healthy, yes. When they are healthy, this is a team that hasn't lost a game when Brock Purdy starts and finishes, and there's Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Trent Williams. We've seen them absolutely bludgeon people. And then you look at the Dallas Cowboys, and it's like when we got up, when we can bully you, we do. We blow you out of the arena. And then it's the Philadelphia Eagles at 10 and 1 after being the defending NFC champions showing you that it doesn't matter what it looks like for 60 minutes as long as at the end of 60 minutes they're up right now they would be my number one team headed into the playoffs because I believe in their quarterback I believe in their coach but I don't believe that right now they're the team that has played the best this season by the way we got some breaking news guys uh from the NFL right the Panthers have fired their head coach Frank Reich has been confirmed here by the network. Frank Reich has been fired by the Carolina Panthers. Keep in mind, this was the team that took the number one pick in Bryce Young. And you know what, Rex? I know we were talking about this in our meeting where you said, look at how this guy has aged in just one season. You yeah. talked about there in Carolina. Get yeah, absolutely. This is probably the best thing that happened to Frank Wright because now he's going to have the guaranteed money to go away. But I saw a, a man that literally looked like he aged 10 years. And this is what happens when you make the wrong decision on the first pick. Wow. And you set your team back so much because it's clearly the wrong decision. This is a size-speed league. Dan and I always – we always talk about it. But this guy – because people can point to, well, Kyler Murray's small uh, – you know, is, uh, uh, is, is small. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Sure. Kyler Murray is short. He's not small. This kid is short. And here's the thing. How is it going to get better? It's not going to get better next year. You don't have no draft capital. And so, to me, that's the thing you've got to worry about with this young man. Look, everybody knows he's got all the other attributes to be a good one, but he's so small. I'm just afraid that by the time they do get this organization better, that he's not going to be healthy Dan, enough to it, do anything about it. Dan, is it too soon to you, though, Dan? It's a results-driven league, right? Is it too soon? <sighs> I love Frank Reich, but I don't, I don't think so. Mm. I don't wow. think so, RC. It, it was so bad this year. It was. For Bryce Young, and I think it got to this point, RC, because it's so bad that Caroline had to ask themselves, do we feel okay going into year two of Bryce's development with, with things in place as they are right now? And can, can it get better? And that's the, that was probably like their biggest concern. But now, like, this becomes, this is wild. This is how crazy the NFL is. Four months ago, a lot of us thought, myself, that's what I was about yes. to say. Best place he can go. Right. Yep. The coaching staff, yep. the, the experience, all the different per- people that he had. And now you're sitting there going, this is a terrible situation for Bryce Young. Right. Bryce Young, right now, as of November 27th or 28th, is set up to fail mm. in the NFL. That quickly. He is set up to fail. They, now he's going to go into his second year yep. with a brand new staff, yep. a completely new experience, and a talent-depleted roster. Yes. And we are going to ask Bryce Young to go play first-pick quarterback 
and there's zero chance of that happening. Yeah, and I think I think that's the the difficulty, right? When you when you have a team and you make the wrong decision, whether you feel like it's at head coach or at the quarterback position with the number one overall pick, you do put your team at a deficit. So how can you find the right guy to allow Bryce Young to progress at least in a way where you could see him being the future? Yeah. And I think so this next decision or the next few weeks, yeah. seeing what he can be without Frank Reich at the helm and then figuring out who the next guy is you, is very important. You have to go find your Bobby Slowick, the play caller yes. in Houston. Yeah. You, Houston, you have to go find that guy for Bryce Young. They have not well, made re- good decisions at all. Christian McCaffrey, and they trade him. He's flourishing. DJ Moore, far. gone. They flourishing. The, the, the owner is an issue to me. Mm. When you have a super fan as an owner who wants to play with the team like it's a toy, you have a lot of issues, and I think this team is much like that. All right, don't forget, first take, and it Johnson. is coming up as soon as we are done. Hey, did the, bl- the Bills, did they blow yesterday's game, or was it the Eagles who just took it? And can Patrick Mahomes carry the Chiefs? Back to the Super Bowl. Molly, Stephen A., Shannon, Orlovsky, RC, they all debate. I ain't going. First take. You gotta, you gotta. Hey, Get Up is brought to you by Hulu. Get Hulu with ads for 99 cents per month for a year. Terms apply. Okay, time for that Dan O, dad joke of the day. I just want everyone to know I had one and used it in commercial break. I don't want to get fired, so I'm not going to use it. <laughs> Our producer, Ali, asked me not to. I got to go to first take. Okay. Okay, it's going to snow this week yes. around here. What do you call an old snowman? Snowman? Snowman. Puddle. <laughs> That's stupid. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. Oh my it's not God. stupid. You should have oh used the God. other one and yes. just got us fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could go coach. Who had the answer to it? First I got to go. <laughs>